GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm your host as always, OC Collins. Let's get to it. All right, this is LFG Monday. Let's fucking go. Let's get it. So to know what we're looking at at the week ahead, we're going to take a quick recap of the week behind us. See what the big news was. Look at the numbers so we can see where we're going for this beautiful week. All right. So last week we had the Board Ape Yacht Club by CryptoPunks. What we mean by this is the creators who created Board Ape, Yuga Labs, bought CryptoPunk. The creators were Larva Labs. Number two, Board Ape bought number one, CryptoPunks. Now merging that together, without a doubt, you have Board Ape Yacht Club as the number one, or should I say Yuga Labs as the number one. NFT company, IP owner in the space today, which is huge. We're talking about billions of dollars of traded volume over the past year and even less time than that. So it's a really big news for that to happen. So I wouldn't say it's controversial. It just might have some of the owners of the crypto punks happy and some of them not so happy. What's the reason for that? If we just look at it real quick, Board API Club and crypto punks. They're different art, but they're also very different cultures. So the Board Ape Yacht Club is a lot more, I would say, not just young, but super fun. And it's about parties and yachts and just like the name says. But also all those holders have full commercial rights to be able to go out and do, other than creating an NFT uh, collection that's called Board Ape Yacht Club, or use that name specifically, they can go and take their Board Ape image, character, NFT, and they can use that however else they would like. So if they want to make merchandise or TV shows or put it in a movie or make a music band out of it, whatever they like, they can basically do. Where the CryptoPunks, it was much more like standard art. What you could do was use it, look at it, sell it, trade it, but you didn't really have any commercial rights over it. So you couldn't make merchandise, you couldn't make a TV show, none of that. But now with the purchase by Board Ape uh, of the CryptoPunks, they're giving that to the holders. So now all the CryptoPunk holders, if they want to, they can go out and start using their punk to do licensing deals or whatever different type of commercial ventures that they would like. It's now an open possibility. So that's for some CryptoPunk holders, that's a great thing. For others, that's not why they wanted it. I would definitely say that CryptoPunks is the the 2022 21st century digital modern art it's pixelized it's very simple but the people who love it they fucking love it hardcore it speaks to them inside all of those classic things that art does with that those people don't really want someone that's uh, trying to push it to make money and and basically now there's a custodian over the brand that's going to push it in certain directions and that's why it sounds like CryptoPunk sold in the first place is they really just were making an NFT project. They maybe never thought that it would be the biggest project in the space, generating $1, 2000000000 billion in the past uh, year. I wouldn't say that they took a paycheck and ran. They just said, look, this is how far we're going to take it. We don't really want to keep evolving it and taking it up to that next level in place. So why not hand it off to someone else in the space, not to a centralized company, not to a Web2, Facebook, or Meta, but send it to sell it to another brethren, another uh, family member inside of this Web3 space. That definitely makes sense. 
And we'll just see if they're really going to push it to try to make CryptoPunk more Bored Ape or what exactly, how they're going to combine them or they're just going to let them have their separate worlds. But now the CryptoPunk, as we said, they can have more commercial rights and have a little bit more freedom with their punks. But with that being said, Yuga Lab also dropped this week a pretty cool little commercial of one of their apes. So now we're starting to see the apes come to life, go from 2D to 3D. And in that commercial, he, he drinks a potion, he's fishing, and someone comes and grabs him. It looks like a demon. This mischievous, mischievous character comes and grabs him. And as he's going into what seems like a new metaverse, you see a spaceship pull up and it has all the other characters that are involved in some of these new worlds that Larva Lab Board 8 bought. So because CryptoPunks is not just CryptoPunks, it was also CryptoPunks and MeBits. So when you combine that together, it actually creates a fairly large IP. Again, in a few minutes, when we look at the top 10, 7-day, 24-hour, 30-day, you'll start to see now that Board Ape Yuga Labs has maybe five or six out of the top 10 projects. So once you combine all of their generated revenue, or should I say traded trading volume, you really start to see the picture of maybe what Board Ape was trying to accomplish by making that purchase. And now by them dropping their metaverse, it opens it up to a lot more players. I think there's the world of women inside of there. So you can see that there's a lot of partnerships Right now in Ethereum, we have the merge starting to come into play very soon. And actually, we'll go into that in just a few minutes. That's why you see an uptick in that Ethereum price. But what else will we see in the NFT space, I believe, coming up this season, this year, is a lot of acquisitions of one IP of another. Because again, a lot of these companies were just doing it as something fun, a fun project. And not that they're trying to cash out necessarily, but they realize just like any business, someone else can take this to the next level where I can't, and maybe they want to see it to that next level. So I think you're going to see the merge of NFTs and different projects coming together and not just their worlds being able to work together and be interoperable, but also just the fact of them buying each other and acquisitions and mergers and conglomerates. Without a doubt, we now have the the consortium, the the conglomerate, the behemoth of Yuga Labs in the room. And I'm sure they're not going to be the biggest for that long because of how all these spaces go. It's a constantly evolving door and process where once someone figures something out, someone else sees that from the native, from the base, and they build something that's huge from the bottom up. So it's going to be really exciting to see what in happens in that regard and see who and what the mergers are going to be, what the acquisitions are going to be, and seeing where this space is really going. Like we say, we're looking forward to exploring this NFTs and Web3. All right. So to go into a little bit more of that, we have the merge happening, which is Ethereum 2 coming into place where we're going to go from um, proof of work to proof of, proof of stake. And in that process, the a lot will change, but to not go into those details, which gets pretty crazy, we'll just look at the fact that they've been doing practice runs recently. People have been staking their ETH and moving it over into the new system. And so far, the practice runs have been going amazing. Some of that news came out last week, which has pushed news and people talking about the merge. It's supposed to come at the end of Q2. So we're looking at about three more months. And with that, 
It's really just going to make the system more efficient and also should make it much less energy intensive, which will be a big thing for most of the people who are detractors of Ethereum or crypto. That's usually the number one fault that they say that it has is its amount of energy usage. And then other than that, you have people because of that news really getting back into the Ethereum space. So I heard someone bought around $120 million of ETH last week, and that went out there. They bought that on Wednesday. And that's by, again, people are always watching the wallets of these large companies. Since it is a public ledger, of course, most of the time, there's no name specifically attached to that wallet or maybe even a company name. But through doing the right research and going to the right websites, you usually can find out what whale wallets are out there. And a whale wallet, as it sounds, is a purchaser of huge amounts of crypto. We call them just like in any other industry. And the whale wallets are always being watched. And one of those had some trades going on of it buying over $120 million in ETH. And the next day you see the ETH price start to jump up from that $25, $2,600 mark to it almost hitting 3000 over the weekend which was also very interesting because usually you see ETH go down on the weekend and then come back up during the week and usually hit its peak around Wednesday and then drop back down. You can see that little mountain constantly, but it does seem possibly like now the mountain is on an upward trajectory. So still you'll have your ups and downs, but now we're starting out Monday at already around 2,900. And that's a, a huge move for where we've been over the past month. We'll see where we're at this Wednesday. I think it's going to be a lot of things moving once really people realize what the, the Yuga Lab conglomerate is going to be, what their metaverse that they're coming out with soon is going to be, what it's going to entail. And yeah, it just is really a changing time over the past two weeks, and we're looking forward to see where it's going to go next. All right, so that's just a quick breakdown of where we were last week going to drop the next episode in just a little while here we're going to look at the numbers the top 10 do that daily recap lfg let's let's fucking go it is that time of year it is that time spring is here we have sprung we are letting go of daylight savings forever let's push it man let's get it let's have a great time lfg wag me dior nfa until next time peace out and have a good day